Hello and welcome back to Go With The Flow podcast. This is Robin Flo and we are going to get into Real Housewives of Potomac season eight, episode 11. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sit back, relax, and get ready to enjoy this show. All right. So the episode opens with Wendy and Eddie surprising their oldest son and telling him happy birthday. And I don't know if it was the middle of the night. I don't know if he had just fallen asleep not too long before that, if it was before he had to go to school. I don't know. But baby was asleep. And they came in to tell him happy birthday because he was uh, turning double digits. Maybe, I don't know if that's like a family tradition or what, but I was like, poor, poor, poor baby, poor thing. He was getting a good sleep. And y'all going to put him on camera to tell him happy birthday? What? What? Obviously, he was good about waking up because he they could have had a cranky child who was like, hey, I don't get the cameras on my face. What What's happening right now? Um, then we go to Giselle and Ashley, who meet up and discuss their plans to begin an athleisure line together. Now, when I thought about the two of them going into business together, I was like, I get it. They've known each other very, very long. But when I heard it was an athleisure line, I was like, Giselle, do you really work out, though? Like, I could kind of see Ashley working out. We do, You know, I know she was trying to do the yoga thing and stuff for a while. But, like, I just don't see Giselle as a working out type of girl. But I do admire that she's always trying to make money. That's, I mean, listen, to be an entrepreneur, to go for it, it means that you you fail up a lot of times. So I hope that this works out. I hope this one works out. Um, they want their line to reflect that they want to be active while being sexy and chic. And, um, you know, we hear Ashley talk about the fact that she relied on Michael a lot financially, which, you know, in reflection, she realizes wasn't the best idea. And now it's time for her to go out here and make this money because you don't want to be dependent on what you don't want to be dependent on a man. Because if things don't work out, then what? Or anybody. It doesn't even have to be about being dependent on a man. You want to be able to make sure you can make those coins. You got some coins set aside for a rainy day. You want to make sure that if something happens that you got a little emergency fund. It may not be that much at first, but you keep building on it. You keep trying. And I admire that. Like, I'm somebody who's trying to become a successful entrepreneur. I'm trying to make this podcast thing a thing, thing, you know. And so I admire that, you know. Aside from how we may feel about Ashley on the show, that's she hurt. She's learning a hard lesson. And for that reason, I hope that this line is successful. They also talk talk about making sure that the lady parts are protected from that meow meow sweat. Because Ashley literally, I feel like almost in every season, talks about how she's sweating down there and she needs that protection. And you know what? Listen. If, you, if you're working out the right way, you can't not get sweaty everywhere, including there. So, listen, it's it's a need, and, and I respect that. And, and I hope that they took extra care for that, especially since these women talk about they don't like to wear panties when they work out, which, listen, if you're doing yoga, you're going for a walk, that's fine. It's when you get on machines, then it's a problem. Then it's a problem, okay? Because if you... We don't have to get into it. It, Yeah. 
We move on to Karen, who's meeting with her Aunt Val and Aunt Val's son, David, to speak about the family farm. You know, she had her spinoff, delving into that. She talked about how she purchased her grandmother's estate and she's going to turn it into like a guest house. I don't know. She's also thinking about turning it into like a bed and breakfast or something like that. Um, They talk about future plans for the estate and the land, including a potential weed farm. And I said, listen, uh, make your money. Do your thing. Do how you got to do it. I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at that. Okay, if it's legalized, if you got you have what it takes to make it happen, go for it. Get get your hat in the ring. Make that money. We move on to Mia and Robin. Who you know what? I'm liking these Mia and Robins. I don't know how close they are, but I'm kind of liking these Mia and Robin scenes. Like this is like maybe they had that scene. They had I think they had you know some time in Texas and stuff. And I kind of like the two of them together. Um. They're um, laying back and catching up and they talk about the Mother's Day event and Mia, you know, talks about how Karen was inviting the ladies um, to the farm and we see a scene basically saying she's randomly picking names out of a fishbowl so as to, because she can't take everybody at one time and she doesn't want to offend anybody. So um, (laughs) Robin starts talking about how one time she met up with Karen and she, Karen was scrolling through her phone and she saw a picture of herself and her family. Like, I think, it, I don't know if it was her, Juan, the kids and her parents, but something like that. And she was like, Karen just tried to like, keep going. Like I didn't see it. And that was weird. And that's when I realized she was obsessed with me. And then they play back all these clips. And I mean, obsessed might be a stretch, but it does feel like Karen really be bothered or wanting to be up in the business of Robin over the years, whether it be her being with Juan or not being with Juan, when they were getting married, where they were getting married. Cause that was a big thing. Like last year, maybe the, like ever since they got engaged, it's like, are y'all getting married? Is it going to happen? Everybody said it wasn't going to happen. Then it happened. Then it's all about how Juan don't really love her. Like it, the editors did their thing with that one. Cause it was giving, Oh, Karen, you are very much involved. You're very much involved. Mia talks about how she was ready to potentially divorce G and Robin's like, what? Like, I like you two together. And she kind of believes, as many of us do, that Mia, you may thought she was getting a life of leisure, honey, with Gordon. And that is just not how it is. And so I think that Mia has a trauma response to always make sure, like a cat, I'm going to survive. I don't know what you're going to do, but me, I'm going to be okay. Me and my my kids going to be all right. We gonna have a good life, and that's what it's giving. It's giving, gee, if you're going down, I'm not going down with you, boo. I'm gonna take whatever settlement I can get out of it, and I'm gonna skedaddle on to the next opportunity. Like I think, you know, I think most people you hear over time who've gone through any kind of financial struggle, once you've been there, you don't want to stay there, and once you get out, you don't want to go back. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. If, I'm not going to say that me and Gordon never loved each other because you know what? G got his pretty young thing and Mia got a man who had money. And then she turned into being a businesswoman and having her hand at it and things didn't work out. And, you know, you can't go down with the sinking ship. You got to make sure to survive. So it could be that seeing him, seeing things spiral out made her not be as attracted to him. I'm, I'm sure there's layers to it, but, you know. I, I, I understand not wanting to be on the struggle bus. I can't hold you on that. Who wants to be on the struggle bus? Nobody. 
Robin tells them like, you guys got to get through it. You got to push through it. You know, Mia talks about therapy and she asks if Robin and Juan do therapy. And you know, the thing is, I feel like Robin gets a lot of criticism about her and Juan because the way it shows up on TV, it does kind of give, does Juan like you? Are you guys okay? But I really feel like it's a perception thing. Like, the way that Juan talks to Robin, I wish that he did watch the show. Like, I know that she says he doesn't watch the show, but I kind of wish he did because I think that he would realize that the way he talks to her is not okay. Just like, and I've said it in past um, episodes when I talk about this show, the way Juan, you know, as, as for a long time didn't come to the reunions and apparently it was during, you know, a playoff season or whatever, like a busy season with basketball. And I understand that that's important to him, but like, I feel like she is the type of person who like, it's fine. You don't have to come. Like I'm good. But, and I think because she lets him off the hook and says, I'm fine. It's cool. Like, I don't care that he really is like, okay, she don't care. I'm good. Instead of being like, I'm going to show up for her because I feel like she deserves it. Or maybe the way I'm talking to her, is not the best? You know what I'm saying? Cause the way he be talking to her, I'm like, damn dude, like, Maybe he talks like that to everybody. Maybe he's so used to being in coach mode and dad mode that he doesn't know how to see her as his wife, his lover, his homie, best friend. I don't know. But like whatever the dynamic is between them, I think that I think it's complicated. So, you know. But Robin basically says, like, the issues that they have aren't with each other. It's, you know, maybe in the past them not getting to spend time together and that this time that he's been off since being let go from his coaching job has actually been kind of like a blessing in disguise because, you know, they get to spend time together. They talked about how he's gotten to spend a lot more time with the boys. And so, I mean, I'm, I applaud her for seeing the positive side of things because when you're in that situation, you have no choice but to see it for the positive or let it bury you. So, you know, I mean, it gives more like best friends. We've been together forever. Yeah. We broke up, but we lived together anyway. Like they never fully were apart from each other. And so, you know, I think they're so familiar with each other for good or for bad. It's a comfort level. You know what I mean? And they wouldn't be the first to do it and they won't be the last to do it. But I want to see some, I want to see, I want to see the love. I want to see Juan give her the love because I'm tired of people dragging her like you know Juan don't like you right you know that's what people say anyway moving on Wendy and Eddie um have lunch at a local Jamaican restaurant that restaurant looked good it looked it looked nice inside and I was like "Ooh, next time I go home I might have to go find that place and have some Wendy's speaking about this talk show she's trying to launch and she's kind of overwhelmed more so with the business side of things. And, you know, she wants to focus again on the mic. She wants to be the star, the bell of the ball. She doesn't want to deal with the meetings and building a team and all, all that stuff. And I understand that when you are the talent, like that's what you want to do. You want to focus on being the talent. But when you're trying to get something up, especially that has your name on it, you got to be part of the business side. So um, I, I want to see this. Like I know she had a YouTube channel and I don't know. I don't even know if there's been new episodes. I know there was like maybe one. I saw maybe one or like one to three of them or something. But I, I haven't been keeping up with it, to be honest. So listen, go for your dreams, girl. Keep going. 
keep going. Eddie is launching a marijuana, or as Wendy states, the devil's lettuce business. And he decides to call the business Happy Eddie after the term was coined last season. Um, and, you know, he wants to help change the fact that the, that although marijuana is legalized, only 2% is black owned. And, you know, he wants to take a part in helping to change that narrative. So go get your money, Eddie, because there's money to get. Absolutely. We move on to Karen, who goes out on a day date with Ray. And, you know, she's talking about, are you trying to be cheap? You trying to like go out with me so you can get back to doing business, go back to work. And he's like, no, 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 that's not it. Um, she reveals that she's inviting the ladies to come down to her farm. And we know that Candace and Giselle are included in that crew of people. Giselle very much declines the invite. Neca and her husband are seen unpacking their, are starting to unpack their house a little bit. And her husband can't seem to find his badge. And she was just like, mm, I don't know. I don't know how to help you. I don't know. I don't know. Can't do it. Sorry, my nails. Like she was just giving like, figure it out. Cause I'm not doing it. Not doing it. Um, I'm sorry. I love to sing here and there for no reason. So bear with me. NECA has nothing, you know, nothing to offer, but she talks about their life together. Like how they had like this long distance relationship for a long time and how that's so much different than the dynamic now that they live together, but he's still like a traveling doctor and all that stuff. And, um, man, I, I applaud people who do the long distance and then live together. Cause it's just like, if y'all personalities don't mesh, how? how and then i thought about the episode like it was like maybe the second or third episode where she was kind of talking about them trying to get pregnant and saying something like i gotta get she said something like i gotta get drunk to do this and i was like that's i don't know if i don't know if anybody else caught that but that's that's not how it should be you shouldn't have to get drunk to try to get pregnant like what's that about i don't know i don't know just saying So Giselle comes over to see NECA's new house and she talks about how much she likes it. And they talk about how um, NECA's considering doing an IUI. They show a scene of her talking to Mia about it and how that's how she got pregnant. Um, I think with her and Gordon's uh, son, maybe. And that NECA went with her to a doctor's appointment. And um, she uh, also talks about how she invited Karen over and Karen tried to be like, you're in North Potomac. You, you, you live in North Potomac. And she's like, but I, I live in Potomac. And then Giselle had to add her little shade. Like, yeah, but you own your house and Karen rents hers. Now, I don't know why Karen rents hers. Not none of my business. Um, None of our business. None of our business. Uh, Charisse also comes over and NECA, you know, is talking about how much they have bonded and they seem to have good, a good time together. Now, one thing was they show like a flashback scene where they supposed to be like singing together. And I was like, um, you guys, <laughs> that's the same clothes they're wearing right now. Um, I feel like you're trying to show this like it was in the past, but like, I'm assuming that happened later on that evening. I don't, I just don't understand why y'all try to pass it off. Like it's given y'all filmed it. Sharice left. Then Sharice sat at, sat outside, and then she acted like she came in for the first time. Like I don't know, it was weird. It was weird, and I was like, "Why'd y'all put that clip in?" I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. 
Um, but yeah, she talks about how much they've bonded. And um, Giselle then talks about how, you know, basically she's not going to Karen's because she doesn't want to be uh, with Candace and, Wins- and Wendy. And, you know, she talks about how um, Karen should understand that. Karen should know why she doesn't want to um, be with them because she gets a lot of like death threats and stuff like that because fans take it too far. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that fans just be doing too much. Like putting someone's life in danger, is that's too much. That's entirely too much. You don't know these people. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. And honestly, I think that Giselle stays away from Twitter because she knows that she would get dragged all the time, or at least she says she stays away from Twitter. Um, but yeah, anytime you're getting threatened, that's 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 grounds to be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm absolutely good. I can't hold her on that. I think people, I heard people saying that it was colorist and it made it seem like, you know, she was, you know, trying to ice them out. But I, I, I understood that she knows that if she does a scene with them and things go left or it's kind of portrayed like, you know, Candace is just, you know, coming up with some some other line kind of coming at her. She didn't want to deal with it. So I kind of understand why she said no. Um, again, this is why it's hard for them to move forward. It's hard to for them to move forward because of like stuff like this, even though I understand. Moving on, Mia talks about how she declined the invites because it was last minute. This was through a text message. And um, NECA was like, yeah, I felt like I was like sloppy seconds, basically. And, you know, Karen says, OK, I'll take the L on that. And basically, this trip isn't consisting of all the ladies except Giselle, Robin and Mia. When he talks about Eddie having a, a happy Eddie event and NECA also invites the ladies to an unpacking party um, that she's planning on having. And she said she's going to send invites. And, you know, Ashley was, was it Ashley or Candace was kind of like, did you hear that, Wendy? She invite, She's inviting everybody. And Wendy definitely tried to act like, I don't hear you. I don't hear you. I don't hear anything you're talking about. Sorry, I don't know if y'all heard kid voices, but my one of my children always knows how to chime in right when I'm almost done. Mm-hmm. Don't know if anybody else can relate, but that's real life. Um, what were we talking about? Wendy ignoring NECA. And I'm just like, again, how do we move forward? Like, I don't think that at this point, Wendy understand. Like, I, I know Ashley tried to say like, oh, I said that NECA said this thing, but she really didn't say it. But I don't think in real time, like while they're recording, Wendy understands that. So it's just kind of like a lot of people ice people out. It's not just... Oh, they icing Candace out. Oh, they icing Wendy out. Wendy's icing NECA out. Wendy don't, she don't give a hoot hoot about Robin. She don't give a hoot hoot about Giselle. So 
it's it's multiple people ice trying to ice other people out and this is why it's can become difficult to watch because what are we doing we're gonna film basically two separate things and try to mesh them together no y'all gotta figure out how to move forward period Ashley reveals that she's enjoying, she's, I'm sorry, going into join the GNA line with Giselle, which Wendy laughed. She she gave extra, but she laughed and Ashley was like, mm, she's bothered. And then Wendy, and these are in confessionals, and Wendy was like, do you see how either one of them dress? But I just, it did kind of give like, well, Wendy, why do you care? Like, I mean, if they start a line together, it's, either it's going to fail or it's not. I mean, that's really all all there is to it. That's all there is to it. And isn't Ashley your girl? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's just hard to follow who's really friends and who's not, which is why when people, you know, burn the bridge on real friendship, it's just like, that's unfortunate. Uh, the ladies arrive at Karen's grandmother's house and they talk about the history of this 100 plus year house. Like she can say like, this is where my mom, my grandma used to do my hair. Like what just so amazing so awesome and um you know she gets emotional at one point talking about how you know she is the descendant of a slave you know through flashbacks and stuff we see that and that is so powerful so powerful um to see where her bloodline has gone and where it will continue to go the ladies you know start doing yard work yeah they do but they got their little cute outfits, matching outfits. And the ladies seem to bond. They have like a little race. There's cartwheels going on. It was really cute. It was really cute. I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Nice, light-hearted fun. This is what we need. And Ashley discusses being able to move forward, like how she was happy she was able to move forward with Candace. And she hopes that this will open the door for Wendy and NECA to move forward. And Wendy shut it down. Again, How do? where do we go from here? Wendy, it just keeps giving that you want to be the only. Like, I kind of feel like she's she's going to stand on this whole, like, dissension between them as an excuse to never build a bridge back. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just kind of like, I think she feels if she ices NECA out, that NECA won't be invited back. And I'd rather see NECA come back so they can get back together. I've said that. I'll keep saying that. Um, and I'm not saying y'all gotta be besties, but it's, you guys were somewhat linked. Maybe y'all didn't know each other. Like, you know, I'm gonna call you up sis, but y'all do know somebody who knows somebody and it's not that far degree of separation. It doesn't seem that way. And so it's just kind of like, she's trying and you're not trying, I think her inviting you is the beginning of an olive branch. I don't know if it's that she wants like a, a big, apo like an apology on camera. Like, I'm not sure. And I'm again, you can't tell somebody when to be okay with it. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying like, I would like to see something where it's like, okay, we're going to try to move forward. So we'll see. But that's the episode, y'all. If you stuck with me all this time, I just want to let you know I appreciate you. If you have suggestions for other episodes you want me to review, please send me an email at gowtfpodcast at gmail.com. That's G-O-W-T-F podcast at gmail.com. I know it's long. I know. 
but I'll be, I'll be waiting for your email. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. I'm also going to go back and do the past episodes from this season. Um, I'll just be releasing them as I go through them. I'm going to release them as I go through them, child. But if you made it this far, I so appreciate you and your support. And until next time, peace.